Section two of Harper's Young People, Volume one, Issue twenty, March sixteenth, eighteen eighty. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Harper's Young People, Volume one, Issue twenty, March sixteenth, eighteen eighty. Section two. What the boys and girls played two thousand years ago by hattie b crafts do you ever think about the little boys and girls who lived so long ago well in the celebrated country of greece they were as fond of sports as children of the present day only they had not so many wonderful toys made for them as are manufactured now but could we look back upon them at some of their sports we should find them very happy children and it might surprise you to know how many games have been played century after century and are still played and enjoyed today. The babies had their rattles and bright-colored balls, the children their hoops and balls, and what we call blind man's bluff was a favorite game among them. Perhaps you know about the old giant Polyphemus, who was master of a race of one-eyed giants, and who devoured the Greeks that were round his cave until they succeeded in putting out his eye and now he still groped around and endeavored to find them, but in vain. Well, the boys and girls of Greece used to represent this story by the very game of blind man's bluff. The one blindfolded was called Polyphemus, and the others would hide and pretend they were the Greeks whom he was to find. Another way of playing this game was for the children to run round about the blindfolded person, and one of them touch him. If he could tell correctly who it was, the two exchange places in athens and in other cities and towns as well you might almost any day see a whole group of children hopping along on one foot as though the other was hurt but no it is only for fun as every child of every nation knows of seeing who could hop the farthest sometimes one boy would be allowed the use of both his feet and the others would try to overtake him by hopping on only one foot and for those who could do this it was counted a great victory in one of their games they set up a stone called the diore and each of the players was to stand at a certain distance from it and in turn throw stones at it but the one who missed had rather a difficult task to perform for the rule of the game was that he must be blindfolded and carry the successful player round on his back until he could go directly from the standing point to the diore a sport not requiring quite so much skill and one which many of you have perhaps practiced consisted in setting a stick upright in the soil whenever it was loose and moist and trying to dislodge it by throwing other sticks at it keeping of course at a certain distance who will attempt to enumerate the many games played by a ring of children running about one in the centre there must be a wonderful charm about them so much are they played by both boys and girls in every country whether little sally waters had her origin in greece i will not pretend to say but we do know that games were played in a similar manner here are some enjoyed especially by the boys one boy sat on the ground and the others forming themselves into a ring ran round him one of them hitting him as they went if the boy in the centre could seize upon the one who struck him the captive took his place this did very well for the smaller boys but the older ones had an arrangement a little in advance of it 
the one in the centre was to move about with a pot on his head holding it with his left hand and the others running around would strike him and cry who has the pot to which he replied i midas trying all the time to reach one of them with his foot and the first one touched was obliged to carry the pot in his turn one of the most interesting games and one which you would all enjoy was the twirling of the ostracon a line was drawn on the ground and the group of boys separated into two parties a small earthenware disc having one side black and the other white was brought forward and each party chose a side black or white it was then twirled along the line the one throwing it crying night or day the black side representing night and the white day the party whose side came up was called victorious and ran after the others who fled in all directions the first one caught was styled ass and was obliged to sit down the game proceeding without him and so it was continued until the whole number were caught this was excellent exercise and often played by the hour together a favorite game among the girls was played with five little balls or pebbles and endeavored to catch many on the back of the hand or between the fingers of course some of them would often fall to the ground but these they were allowed to pick up provided they did so with the fingers of the same hand on which the others rested which required considerable skill the french girls have a very pretty game of this which is played with five little glass balls we must not omit the ancestors of punch and judy who lived in these early times though probably under different names but however they were called they were just as queer-looking a family and their arms would move their shoulders shrug their eyes roll and their feet cut as strange capers as those of their descendants and i have no doubt afforded the little ones and perhaps some older persons as much pleasure then as now garden lore every child who has gardening tools should learn by heart these gardening rules he who owns a gardening spade should be able to dig the depth of its blade he who owns a gardening rake should know what to leave and what to take he who owns a gardening hoe must be sure how he means his strokes to go but he who owns a gardening fork may make it do all the other tools work though to shift or to pot or annex what you can a trowels the tool for child woman or man the robber bluebird by a little girl once upon a time there lived in a beautiful house two little brothers called john and harry and they were almost always very good boys but one day they got angry at each other and they looked just like two turkey gobblers their faces were so red and they blustered about so john declared that he would thrash harry and harry made faces at john and dared him to fight what do you think all the quarrel was about why nothing but a little piece of cake that the cook had given to harry now just as they were going to strike one another they saw a beautiful bluebird with a lovely crest upon its head fly down into the yard and pick up a large worm he was just going to fly off with it when another bird just like himself dived down and tried to take the worm from the one that had first found it before the two brothers could say a word the birds were flying at each other and tearing off their beautiful crests and coats harry and john stood watching them and quite forgot that they had a fight on hand of their own just as the naughty bird that was trying to rob his brother bluebird had seized the worm and was about to fly away with it 
there was a sudden rush and flash and pussycat ran under the house with the wicked little robber tight between her teeth then the other bird trembling with fear flew up into a tree to rest oh john cried harry just think if that had been you and me and the lion had come and carried one of us off and ate us up only only it would not have been you harry he would have carried me off because it was i began the quarrel cook gave you the cake and i wanted to take it from you just like the robber bluebird did let us kiss and be friends harry yes and you can have half of my cake john and i hope my little boys will never do so again said mamma who had been watching and heard all and years after when john and harry were away from their mamma and home they often reminded each other of the lesson they had learned from the fate of the robber bluebird dreaming he is dreaming guess of what now well i guess that in his hand is a marble such a beauty and he dreams of wonderland dreams a dream of giants rolling giant marbles oh such fun see he smiles for he has seen one bigger brighter than the sun end of section two